Welcome to the Horgasm Podcast, the show where the serial killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, and this is my co-host, Allie. Hi! Thank you for joining us, wherever you are. Which, uh, our statistics are showing, mostly Ontario. 73% of our listeners are Canadian. Yay! Yeah, that's awesome. And a one New Zealand listener. So. One New Zealand listener. I don't know who you are, but huge shout out. Thank you made you. our life. Yes. Not that the Canadians did it, but just when we were looking, reading our statistics because... It's like all North America. All North America. And just one way in the corner of New Zealand. So hey, awesome on you. Thank you for listening, whoever you are. Feel free to go on our social media. Let, yeah. Send us a message. I want to find out who, who Mr. or Mrs. New Zealand is. Yeah. That's Listen, fabulous. Just mentioning, hey, I'm the guy or girl listening from New Zealand. Listen to this horror movie, or watch this horror movie, and talk about it. We'd love to. So fabulous. Yes. <laughs> so cute. I we're, love we're, that. We're just of the world. I've only met one person from New Zealand, and they were a tour guide when I went to Europe. His name was Kevin, and he was so nice. Probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was fabulous. So, yeah, I, Nick, got... we had an exciting week here. We did. You had some excitement going on. A little bit. Yesterday? Day yep. before? Day before. Day before. Day before. I got a big old tattoo, well, a couple tattoos done. Tattoos? Yes. Uh, one was um, Celtic Tribal, uh, it's supposed to be the the shield design from Legend of Zelda. Yes. But with the design the way it was done, it looks like a predator face. Yes. Which is awesome. Both Nick and I are huge gamers, obviously. And uh, so I was stoked when he showed me the design. You showed it to me a couple, few years ago, I've maybe. I've had it this planned for years. Yes. I finally got it done. So I'd like to give a huge shout out to Alfred from uh, Asylum Tattoo and Barbershop in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Uh, if anyone ever come visits and, hey, I need a tattoo, look him up. He is a fantastic artist, great human being. His, uh, his wife, uh, Allie, does a great job with uh, hair and, mm -hmm. and uh, just haircuts and designs and yeah, uh, yeah a big, yeah. big shout out a big free plug <laughs> for uh, Asylum Tattoo and Barbershop. I, uh, I was so impressed when Nick got his uh, when he came home and showed his tattoos to me I was like you know I've had this kind of tattoo idea I want on my thigh and I think I might hit him up so I'm thinking I might. Do it. He's a little, yeah. he's a little booked up right now but uh, I'm sure he can sneak in and you know, it's going to be on my body forever. I don't mind waiting. I've been waiting on um, my ch chest piece for since April. And um, I know. But I'm just so excited for it. And she's like doing it from scratch, the design. So I'm jazzed. And I'm to it's totally worth waiting, Yeah, I think. Right? My next, oh yeah. My next uh, thing tattoo will be on my, my left sleeve, working on my little horror sleeve. Bunch yes. Of, it's kind of like just the supernatural. I already got to Medusa. Uh, I'll probably do uh, a, a demon, like a... Demon S yes. on my inner forearm. We'll yeah. get like um, Anubis on there too. Uh, a Grim so Reaper. So cool, Anubis. Hey, I, I, he's he's the god of yeah. death in uh, Egyptian mythology. I love mythology, and that's kind of what yeah. it's like a, a death mythology sleeve arm, cool. which is what I'm going for. Right, and and yeah, that's, that's cool. It's awesome. gonna cost a lot of money, but you know what? It's <laughs> gonna be fabulous after. You look awesome. All of my uh, tattoos are. I always say, uh, you know, I'm, I've got a lot of tattoos, but nothing that anybody would shank me for. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have my Sailor Moon tattoo. I have my Gay Pride tattoo. I have my Ariel tattoo. <laughs> Ariel and Flounder and Sebastian on my leg. And then my grandparents' names in a heart on my foot. <laughs> I love that tattoo. That's such a great tattoo. Isn't it tattoo. fab? Yeah. 
So yeah, nothing very exciting, unfortunately, but I'm hoping to get um, a bunch of uh, like the killers that we list through the slashers, like Chucky and Freddy and Jason. They're, yeah, they're, they're weapons. Yeah, they're weapons. Yeah. And the um, Pennywise balloon down my thigh. And yeah. When you get that done, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be such a good homage to what we're doing here. Yeah. Also, I got uh, I was talking to one of our listeners, and uh, she's not a big horror fan at mm-hmm. all. She has she's kind of been scared. She's terrified of zombie movies. Yeah, I feel that to my core. But uh, she she branched out and decided to watch Evil Dead. I think it was last week of this recording. And I Which is an interesting movie to start on. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's it's very low budget and yeah. we'll, we'll get to that eventually do our to do our reviews. Yeah. And we both love the Evil we Dead franchise. We love Evil Dead. It's so good. It's so good. And the first one is kind of it, it, they went for straight horror. Yes. Uh second one was more horror themed with some comedy in it and the third was comedy straight up with yes. a bit of horror thrown in. And then there's a TV series which yes. they kind of went back to the comedy mm-hmm. horror. And and from what she uh, messaged me, um, it's an old movie where all the graphics and effects and everything were horrendous and therefore not scary. Interesting. Well, but we've talked about this. Yes. And looking back back then, it was kind of state-of-the-art. It was very, all, all very um, practical. You bet. No CGI or anything. Um, she was grateful for it. Uh, she said it was cheesy mm-hmm. and the acting was horrendous. Come on, Bruce Campbell's a good Yeah, but again, this is Bruce Campbell. <laughs> but, you know, this is her opinion, whatever. Yeah, of course. Uh, across the board, and uh, the plot was really inconsistent and really didn't make sense at all. It's hmm. it's an old kind of B-flick horror movie. Sure. But that's just what she saw. Yeah. Um, I can appreciate how it may have been quite scary back when it was made. Yes. And all the claimation at the end was funny to watch and yet pretty gross, which is what they went yeah, for. Exactly, and I love for the sure. claimation part at the end. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's someone who, who's in her early, I think, 30. She's 31. Sure. She's so around 30s. our age. Um, and her really first time really getting into the horror movies. She went to the an genre. old one. Yep. She went to an old one. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty... It's good to start. It's, it's a tame one. You know, and that's what I started on. You started me on Friday the 13th. That was the first ones we watched. And then right after that, we did... Um, Nightmare. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. And um, I, I think that those are great movies to start on because they're not super scary nowadays. No. They're, the parts of it can be... But, like, even when we were watching, like, we watched Candyman this week, some of the jump scares got me. Yeah. And I'm not a big jump scare person. Like, it's not my jam. And and I am. Like, they, they get me most of the time, but this right. one I kind of saw coming. Yes. Um, and it's only 1992. Yeah. And it was like, it, it feels like um, you could still play this in a theater and it would get people. Absolutely. So. Some of, like, some of the kills are a little, like, eh. Like, the, I think the doctor one was a little meh. But... Um, the, uh, aside from the gore, I think the jump scares and the psychological parts of it, for sure you could play this in a movie theater these days and it would still get people. This, like, this movie didn't go for the, the graphic Yes, you're right. Yeah. It kind of went for more of the mood. You bet. And that's why I think the jump scares got me, was because you were in the mood. And, like, even that, you can usually feel them coming. And I'd be like, oh, okay, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. And it's like, hmm. And also just the music. Oh, the music was Very good. good. But we're already going to the review. Yes, okay, okay. We got more to talk about. (laughs) We got to talk chop. (laughs) Yes, talking chop. 
Yes. So, um, Alana, what would you say were your some good horror TV series? Horror TV series. Well, I am actually um, because I just got into it. I actually have watched quite a few as of recently. Um, but when I thought about it, before I even started watching horror movies, I was watching Stranger Things. Yep. Um, as soon as it came out, my, uh, my girlfriend was like, you have to watch it. Like, you can't not watch Stranger Things. It's exactly up your alley, which is 80s, right? I yep. love the 80s. And I watched it, and it was fabulous. And I didn't think it was super, super scary. Like, no. some parts were, for sure. But the other one, I used to watch Walking Dead. I brought it up in episode zero. I used to watch Walking Dead. But then, like, I was watching it as it was coming out. And it was so scary. I could only watch one episode. And then I'd have to watch two of Family Guy, Simpsons, American Dad. Something like that. Yeah, get the taste out of my mouth. Because I would be shaking. I would be so scared. And then I'd watch another episode. And I only got up to three seasons. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) It's too much. Yeah, I grew up with um, uh, X Files. Yes, and and that show it was, it was scary. Yes, that show was scary. Yeah, um, I remember this first season finale mm. when they're in the woods and they got the the glowy bugs. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? I watched that as a kid, and after the episode, I was going to bed and I was checking everywhere for something to glow. Yep. And I remember hearing my mom and dad kind of whisper, "You know, he's scared." He's because he's, they started watching with me. Sure. And I remember they said, "Yo, he's he's a little scared." I'm Aww. thinking, "No." As I'm the, <laughs> like, as I'm in bed, I'm like checking on the covers, like no bugs, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Good. Um, another one was Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. And I grew up. Well, it was on Fox. Of and course. I loved that show. Sure. Um, it was not so much. It was scary. Sure. But it wasn't terrifying scary. It was yeah. more more kind of entertainment scary. I feel like I've seen a few episodes of Tales of the Crypt Keeper. I cannot remember them though. Well, Crypt Keeper was the cartoon. Tales okay, of the Crypt was that's the, the one. Action. Okay. I um, watched the Crypt Keeper one. I did too. That one was, I, I feel like I, like in my mind's eye, I remember it. I remember seeing it. I remember seeing the guy in between, like the Crypt Keeper in between, but I don't remember any of it specifically. Like, uh, an old friend of mine, he had some of them uh, recorded on a VHS tape. Sure. I remember borrow it. And yeah. I'd have to fast forward through the opening theme because it's like a, like the camera's going through the house, going yeah, through a trapdoor, yeah. going to the basement, go to a coffin, and the music music ramps up, and the creepy people kind of pops up laughing. And at first I'm like, what the hell? It's scary. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I just fast forward through it all. Yeah. And now I'm like, ah, there's a Crypt Keeper. Oh, he's you. such a good character. Old friend. And he's, he's one of the classic TV horror characters. You bet. Uh, they branch off into two movies. The first one I love. Second one not so much, hmm. but uh, I lo- I love Demon Knight. I okay. loved Demon Knight. It's one of my most. It's one of my top. Probably, if it was a top five, ten horror movies, it's up there. It would be in there. It Interesting. Has to. It's got uh, Billy Zane. It's got. Oh, um, good. Oh, I forget the other guy's name. He played uh, Death in Bill and Ted: uh, Bogus Adventure. Yes, yes, yes. Or Bogus Journey. Are those horror movies? Yes. Bill and Ted. No, no, Bill's it. No, no, no. No, those no, are comedies, no, right? Comedies, yes. I haven't seen them. Um, it's got uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is also she, she's in that movie. Sure. Uh, and I want to watch and review it. Um, <laughs> uh, what else uh, for horror TV series? Like? Well, I have watched all of American Horror Story. I haven't seen a single one. I oh, you'd love it so much. I think I would. I am 
caught up as of today. I'm caught up on um, American Horror uh, 1984 that just came out. Yep. And I didn't know how they would do an 80s slasher like movie as a TV show. It is so interesting. Cool. Every like episode they're going into a character's backstory and like it's really interesting. Cool. I love it so far. I thought, oh okay, you know, there's a killer, he's coming after kids, whatever. But it's it's so much more than that. It it's sounds, so much it more. It sounds very Friday the thirteenth. It is. It is for sure. Um but you know, you you think kind of, but the killer isn't always who you think, what yeah. they seem, that kind of stuff. It's yeah, I can't even explain it without giving anything away. But it's it's fabulous. The actors in this are as always just phenomenal. Hmm. Like yeah, Emma Roberts and Billy Lord are like seasoned veterans that are coming back, and they're amazing. Awesome, amazing. Yeah, you'd really like it. That's one that I really like that I keep. Um, up to date on the other one I just finished was the haunting of Hill House, and I've heard that was really good. It was unreal. Again, haven't seen it. I, I the TV series I've been kind of I need to catch up. There, I've been the TV series um, with Netflix. I think it's a lot better because you can watch them all sort of, or you can watch a few yeah. in a row. I find even watching American Horror Story every week is kind of like you kind of have to you're out of it and you have to kind of get yourself back into it for like. The 40 minutes it is, plus those long yeah. commercial breaks. So it's I find it harder to pull the viewer back in, to be scared, and to get those feelings again when you only have 40 minutes instead of, like, 90 or yeah. so. Right? That's true. So that's kind of the problem that I have sometimes. But with Netflix, I think it's way better. Like, Haunting of Hill House, kind of like the movie we watched this week, very psychological. Oh, wow. Very. There's some interesting deaths but nothing outrageous okay. but very very scary what what i need to uh kind of keep watching because i watched the yeah. first bit of the first episode of the uh creep show oh oh my god that one's the so TV series. <laughs> and i loved it i remember i watched the first movie uh, i haven't seen the second one mm -hmm. and i just kind of you know i toddled upstairs and i saw oh what's this oh it's creep show so i sat and kind of watched the rest of the first season with you yeah and or the first episode, episode first season. yeah and it looked great. He's got some good kind of creepy, um, creepy stories. The first yes. one, and I want to see more. Episode three has been my favorite so far. There's a creepy episode with kids, which it gets me every time. We've talked about kids in horror <laughs> movies. It gets me every time. And um, I'm sure you'd love Children of the Corn. That's <laughs> I've heard that that one's like, oof. No. yeah. No. What was the other one? The other one was good. Oh, it was called Man in a Suitcase. And it's exactly what it sounds. Oh. And I thought, oh, well, it's a dude in a suitcase. That's creepy. And it was amazing. It was, I even almost liked it more than the kids one, which I always love things with creepy kids in it. But yeah, it was amazing. You would love it. Even if you just watched the third episode, you should totally watch it. The second episode was eh, but yeah. the third one was amazing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And because, Nick, we watched Candyman this week, um, I was interested in what kind of myths you heard. Growing up. Oh, I got some yeah. good ones. In elementary school. Yes. All the boys, or most of the boys, we would run into the boys' washroom. Yes. Turn the light off. And it was around the same time as Candyman came out, but we'd either say Candyman in the mm -hmm. mirror. 
or Bloody Mary. Yes. Which we found out is what Candyman's kind of based off of. Yeah. As well as the the hook. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we go in the bathroom, turn lights off, and someone would we'd all we would all yell Candyman or Bloody Mary five times. Mm-hmm. And by the fifth time, we would all just be bolting out, screaming, yelling, <laughs> you know, thinking, Oh, she's gonna get us or he's gonna get us. Nothing would happen. No. Uh, I remember there was this one there's a first I don't know how there's a reflection of light. Sure. In the top corner. Yeah. And someone would look up and go, Oh, there's there's light, it's it's Candyman. We'd run out. Of course. Or it's Bloody Mary. We'd just race just out. Run. And and yeah, <laughs> it's. I've always liked that story of yes of uh, Bloody Mary. You go, go to the mirror, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. You go five times or three times, whatever you want. Yeah. And would you have the guts to say it the last time? Right. What if what if she appeared? What if I appeared? loved the trope that they play on of like you know. In the in the dark, we always did it in the dark. I don't know if that's the the thing, right? It's like my sister and I did it. We were being babysat because my parents would never let us do something like this, right? No, no. And so we were being babysat. So we went into our. We lived in a small town. We ran into our downstairs basement because it was very dark down there. There was almost no windows, and we added a basement, so there was no no windows in the or in the bathroom. So we close the door, little medicine cabinet, and we'd go, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, and exactly that. Flip the lights on, scream for no reason, and then run upstairs as fast as we could. <laughs> and we only did it like a couple times because we were so scared for no reason. Yeah. Nothing ever happened. No. But yeah, I love the trope of, you know, like being in the dark, something might happen. You never know, right? It's that, that fear of the unknown. Yeah. That, you know, something could jump out. You know, because that's what happens in horror movies when you watch them. Yeah. You know, it's always the, you know, open up the medicine cabinet, close it, and the killers are rawr, jumping yeah. on you. And it's kind of, it's neat how, how the folklore has kind of evolved, you know, from way back. Like, yes. I'm talking like the old, you know, 1800s, 1700s, it's, it's that old for yes. folklore. Yeah. Uh, whether based off of, uh, like, um, like, fables. Yeah. Or, or the old old uh, stories like um, Root Around the Rosie. Oh, that was about the plague, wasn't yes, it? Yes, but almost every folklore story is based on some real life event. Absolutely. And they just kind of souped it up a bit, kind of doctored it up and made it sound not so bad, right. but kind of funny or, or scary or spooky. Um, yeah. And it's also funny how like Ouija boards are kind of, they have that... Um, notoriety yes and and uh, infamy as being something that can open up a door yes let something in i've never tried one uh, oh. i've heard people have tried i as much as i believe in ghosts and spirits and all that i don't think i'm a believer in a ouija board we again we were in a small town one of my friends had one, oh. and she brought it over. We went down into the basement again, or my parents were in another room, something. They weren't there. And we pulled out this Ouija board, my sister and I and this friend, and she's, you know, like, oh, you know, hurry up before your parents get back kind of type thing. And so we open it up, and we put the thing, the little disc on, and we all put, you know, two fingers on. Yep. And then we wait. And then we wait. And then we wait. And then somebody inevitably gets bored and pushes it. 
You know, that's what happened every time. Yeah. You could feel the pressure. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I heard, I know my cousin, uh, she Shannon, did it once with mm-hmm. her and uh, I think Tracy, I think. Sure. And I was going to go asking, well, what happened? Like nothing. I think Tracy's the one who was moving the exactly. It's It's all about how kind of, not gullible, but how much you want to believe. Right. Because if you believe hard enough or you think it's going to happen, you can trick your mind into yes. thinking that something's happening when it's not. The first time I watched American Horror Story with one of my girlfriends, she left. It was like three in the morning. We watched the whole first season in one sitting. Like we were, that's how into it we were because I couldn't watch it alone. And she's texting me the whole way home and she's like, oh my God, Al. Like, the the street lights were blinking on and off the whole drive home. And I was like, well, that was weird. And then I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, at least you're home okay, whatever. Go to plug my phone in. I plug my charger into the outlet. The outlet um, sparks, lights on fire, and melts my whole brick. And Jeez. I'm freaking out, crying. The electricity in my room is going on and off. And I'm like, ah, ah. so I called my friend. I'm like bawling my eyes out because I couldn't tell my parents because I was like in my early 20s and I was supposed to be grown up. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. I'm freaking <laughs> out. She's like, it's okay. Just go to bed. Everything will be fine in the morning. And I still have the pictures on my phone of my burnt wow. uh, um, brick for my phone charger. I was, it was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Years ago, I think, I forget who it was with. I was old, like, friend from, uh, from secondary school. Um, we decided to go over to one friend's house and play the game, the board game Nightmare. Mm. We got the VHS. You know, yes. Like, yeah. And before we did it, the, the girl's mom came in and she kind of blessed the room. Like she threw some water. Did she have sage? <laughs> No, it wasn't Sage. It was oh, okay. She, she, I think it was like a Catholic thing. She was kind of, she had blessed the walls and all that. I'm yep. thinking, what the heck? Sure. Come on. It's a little overkill. But nothing happened. We played mm-hmm. the game. I lost. But um, <laughs> Worst part. <laughs> it's, it's funny, though. People take something like a Slender Man. Yes. Uh, some some girls in the States <sighs> took it a little too, they, they believed in too much. Garbage people. And they, I think they killed someone? They did. They yeah. I think... They tried to kill her. Tried, she yeah. lived, but they, and they said Slenderman made them. To, yeah. Yeah. And it became a movie. There was a, based on a video game. Like some people just take it too far. That's the thing is I feel like um, sometimes if a person might be, I don't know, like mentally ill, it might be something that they can cling to that gives them purpose, or, sort of. Or if they are so into this belief, they're so easily influenced, that and too. they need to they need to believe it so so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, like that's just how, an easy out. How damaged are you to go like to basically see something and then think, oh, is this is speaking to me? Right, and that's the thing is like damaged, yes, but like that you're, you know, you're something's so, obviously wrong. You're so like open something's to, wrong. open to suggestions yes. so so easily. Yeah, but. Anyways, enough of uh, these scary myths. Let's yeah. talk about the myth we came here to see. Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. Okay. Candyman. 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 I dabbed on that last one. Just in case he comes. Oh. Did you hear that? I don't want to look. I don't want to look behind me. You can see behind me. I see a fridge. 
I see outside. <laughs> is, is Candyman out there? He's not. Okay, good. Okay. We're <laughs> Just safe. vehicles. Okay, good. He's going to let us finish the podcast before we are brutally massacred by his bloody hook oh, where his that, hand is. That hook, hey? Those special effects on his hook were fabulous. They did a really good job. They did a fabulous job. It was creepy. Like, even looking at it, I got tingles once when I saw it because it's <laughs> so horribly severed. It looked like they literally just, like, well, like somebody, like, chewed his arm off, Well, basically. he used an uh, old rusty saw. Right. And he went and just kind of jammed a, a hook in there. Uh, I guess during the production, they, they hired some guy, some blacksmith, to make the hook. And I guess he found out about the movie and had some severe misgivings. And he was a Mr. Christian boy. He's like, you know what? This is for something evil. I'm not going to give it to you. And they're like, well, <laughs> oh, <shit>. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Find somebody else. <laughs> plan yeah. B. Plan B. Oh, gosh. But, uh, yeah, this is a, an old, old 1992 um, movie. And it's it's a great psychological flick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it really... It was interesting. Yeah. It's different than any of the movies we've watched so far. Um, it was directed by Bernard Rose. Bernard Rose. However people say it. Bernard, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, different. It was more psychological than any of the movies we've watched so far. We've mostly been sticking to gore, slashy kind of, which this is, I guess, technically a slasher movie. But it's so much um, less than what we've been seeing. Yeah, we have the, the great uh, Tony Todd. Who played the, the role as Candyman? Who did? God, a, he did amazing. His, I think, if he didn't have his deep voice, yes. it wouldn't have the same effect. Absolutely. As when he talks in this film, he does such a great job. His presence, his ambiance that he creates when he does, and not only when he's talking, but they like almost echo his voice a bit and magnify it and yeah. make it like it's almost inside your head. And it's very mesmerizing. Yes. As we see in the film. Like, he's just, his voice is kind of, is so hypnotic. Exactly. That, uh, the lead actress, um, Helen, played by, oh, I forget her name. Um, just, she's kind of just falls under his spell so yes. easily. Um, Haven't yeah. we all met a man like that? Am I right, ladies? <laughs> uh, Helen, played by Virginia Madsen. Yes. Who looks... And I'm just going to say it looks exactly like the lady who plays Scully in X-Files. Gillian Anderson. Yes, thank I, you. Yeah, I do see it. Right? I do see it. Especially back in like the early 90s. Yeah. Like they, same haircut, same makeup. They could have been sisters. Could have been, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where did you hear about this movie, Allie? I don't know. I'm, I was trying to think about this before we got to this part of the um, podcast. I don't really remember. I've seen a lot of people talking about it kind of and when I <laughs> when I googled um I forget the movie it is but the one where Nick Cage has the bees <laughs> oh yes 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 the that's w- the wicker man wicker man when I googled <laughs> Nick Cage bee meme because <laughs> I'm you know it's my life um it popped up the Candyman poster and I was like oh well, that looks kind of creepy. And then when we got our um, social media pages going, I started following different horror social media accounts and everybody loves Candyman. And I was like, well, this has got to be a movie. We got to watch this one. And then when we went out to buy some scary movies to start my collection, it's one of the first movies I bought. Yep. Hooray. So that's how I heard about it. And then after you got home, you lost it. I lost them all. We were 
trying to find a plan B. PlayStation Video does not have Candyman on it. I can't believe that. It's so we're freaking out. It's got the third one. <sighs> so I stopped and I had a really big Winnie the Pooh moment. Think, think, think with slapping my forehead. And it came to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bother. The, the one, we went through the house, I went through my collection, your yes. collection, the one spot we didn't look, the closet, the closet in the spare bedroom. Like, and why would I throw it in there? I have no idea. I was probably cleaning before yeah. somebody came over and I was like, picked up the bag, looked left and right and just threw it. Yeah. This, uh, this is when we were going to have our recording in the room. Yes. But that didn't work out. It's, it's much better out here. It is. Less echo. Yeah. Echo, echo. <laughs> Anyways, way off topic. Yeah. But, <laughs> How uh, did you hear about the movie? I remember when it first came out. Interesting. I remember, uh, well, we were doing the game as kids, doing, you know, elementary school. Right. And I kind of was, you know, as a kid, you know, what's what's Candyman? And he's like, oh, what's a scary movie about some uh, black guy with a hook for a hand and there's bees around him. I'm like, yeah. that sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't want to see him. He'll he'll stab me with his hook hand. And, uh, I know, and that was it. I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I first watched it on TV. It was you know, interesting. Edited out. Uh, it was on TBS. They had their uh, I think it was October. You know, it was sure. some some uh, horror marathon. They yeah. had all the candy bands. They had a bunch of I think uh, I think they had um, uh, Friday the Thirteenth yeah. and Nightmare on Elm Streets. And of course, me, you know, I, I recorded them all. Of course. And now they're, they're gone lost. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's how I kind of first really got to watch Candyman. I didn't watch Fine. all of it because um, for a young kid or a young viewer, it's a kind of slow-paced movie. It's a slow burn. Very yeah. methodical. And uh, yeah, it's it's I, I like it. It's, it's yeah. a good movie. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but again, like you said, it's very different from what we've seen yes. or reviewed so far. Yeah. I and love Silence of the Lambs, so I was like jazzed as soon as you were like, oh, this is kind of psychological. I was like, oh, Silence of the Lambs is by far my favorite movie ever. Yeah. If I had to choose, that would, I think, be the one. And I was like, yep, yeah, this is this is going to be my thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I for this, all these reviews, I want to get every, like, every Angle. kind of horror yes. type of movie out there. I want to talk, watch it, interview it with you. Yeah. And... Again, this is just kind of a different um, genre of the horror, of the giant umbrella of horror movies. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I know you'd like it. Of course. I'm always um, into a, a little bit of a brain tease. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the psychological. But. And it's super, super psychological. It is. Yeah. Uh, you got, yeah, for... For characters. For characters. Yeah. You the got char- Helen. Yeah. Uh, Helen's, I think, our main lady. Yeah. She's the main, main girl. Yeah. Uh, Trevor, her husband, who is kind of a stupid, yeah, <laughs> kind of kind of a jerk. He's yeah. a professor, so um, I'm not big into Trevor. I know, I kind of felt I was feeling Trevor out in the first scene we met him. I was like, Mm-mm, he's, he's not good, Helen. No, Get yourself a better man. <laughs> he's he's uh, you know being a teacher and this student of his, Stacy's a little. He's trying to get some some good A's by. You know, it's not the right way to do it. No, she didn't but want to Stacey study. Stacy does not have a big brain. She has big something else's. Yeah, but she does not have a big brain. Yeah, she's doing the old. I'm just gonna sleep with the teacher and get A's, and I'm set. Uh, we got Candyman, uh, Bernadette, who is Helen's, uh, her kind of friend. Yeah, uh, her BFF, her, sort of her, her coast, and her colleague as well. Co- yes, because they're they're working they work at, at the a, university. Yeah, like I don't know if they're students. I think they're kind of students. They're like. <sighs> 
what did she call it? She called Chautauqua. They're, they're doing a thesis. Yeah. And then they picked. So it's uh, like they're Kenya. doing their masters, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Then we got uh, who else? We got uh, Jake, who's this young boy who uh, Helen and Helen and Burnett kind of bump into, and yes. when they're doing the research. Um, Anna Marie. Uh, She's uh, another lady that they bump into when they're in yeah. the building. Yeah, they're like in the projects. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. exactly what it is. And uh, and, and uh, Anthony, Annie Marie's uh, little baby Little boy. baby, yeah. Okay, so um, once we get in there, we open on the freeway, which this movie really utilizes these long shots. They do. I yeah. love the long shots, the very high aerial, like helicopter, airplane view kind of, yeah. of the freeway. Yeah. And yeah, and others are like just the, the kind of the pullback. Yes. And then spin 180, yes. we see behind you. Yeah, the camera um, angles in this were unreal. Really like, good. Really interesting. Good. Uh, the, it's, it's kind of a, a well, slower start. It's yes. a very slow build. Uh, not a lot goes on. Just basically no. we see you meet Helen. Yeah. Um, kind of doing her thing. Talking uh, about the their thesis, yeah, what their idea. Interviewing people about uh, some of these murders about yes. by, by Candyman. Yes. Um, her and uh, Burnett kind of snoop around. Yeah. And uh, they interview a couple different people. Or the first one that they I forget who they're talking to, but they talk about that they find um, there's this babysitter and she invites a bad boy over and they do the Candyman thing in the mirror and then they both die. Yeah. And then they meet. No, no, no. The the girlfriend dies. The boyfriend. He's right. so scared. He's his, his hair, hair is turns white. white. We he didn't see anybody crazy. with white hair in this movie. No, they they, they suggest. You know, I was really hoping hoping that we would meet somebody with white hair, and it'd be like, oh, that's the boyfriend or something. You know what I mean? Or like have, uh, well, I think Jake. Ever, no one really sees him who survives. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. I think so. Maybe they did in the sequels. I forget. There's sequels. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Oh, it's a horror movie, Alan. Of course, of course there's sequels. sequels. <laughs> but yeah, I just kind of, it just, yeah, as the movie goes on, it's, yes. Helen's trying to do her interviews and she uh, runs into um, a cleaner. Like yes, some, a, cleaner a janitor. Lady. Yeah, yeah, a janitor. And uh, yeah, my friend, yeah, she knows about this girl who died. Yes. And so she asks her about him and what happens. And uh, yeah, it's, it's at this, um, these uh, projects. So what are they called again? The Cabrini Green. Cabrini Greens, yes. Yes. So uh, Helen kind of talks Bernadette into tagging along to go and uh, basically look at the, the murders. Murder yes, scene. check it out. Yeah. And the reason that Bernadette is so apprehensive is because this whole area has been taken over by gangs. Yeah. Which actually in real life, them filming, it had been taken over by gangs. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it's kind of scary that, you know, they had they have a scene where Bernadette's shoving tasers and bear mace and stuff into her purse. Yep. And she's like, oh, what's with the arsenal? And she's like, do you know where we're going? <laughs> it's not going to be good. Yeah. So. And it's cool how um, Helen's apartment yes. is the exact same design as the project's apartment. You bet. So she kind of shows uh, Bernadette how, uh, I guess how the girl died is um, uh, she heard this banging yes. on her wall. And someone, I guess, Candyman, burst through and uh, killed her. Yes. And she's explaining how uh, she can pull apart her medicine cabinet and there's no wall behind there. There's just a big old hole that so goes creepy. into the next apartment. And sure enough, they go to uh, the projects and they go to the apartment. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, she kind of opens up the, the medicine cabinet and big hole. 
huge hole. It looked like, it wasn't like hers though, where it had been cut apart so that the medicine cabinet fits in. It looked broken It was like broken. Yeah. Yeah. It was creepy. So of course, you know, uh, good old brave Helen, just a smart white girl, (laughs) (laughs) climbs through taking pictures and uh, Bernadette, she's just freaking out. Like, don't you dare go five minutes longer or I'll drag your ass out here. Yes. Okay. And we see her and Helen just kind of Stoop around, taking pictures, goes through the hole, yes. and the other side of the hole is this big mural of Candyman's face, and his mouth is open, and that's where the hole that's is. That's where the hole is. Yeah. And then she sees, like, candy all over in this little pile in the room as well, which is like, did they ever really explain why they call him Candyman? No. I feel like, again, a they missed opportunity. Yeah. I think <laughs> right? If they did, I might have missed it. I think he just likes sweets. I don't know. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, we kind of learn a bit of a backstory how Candyman got the hook. Like, he yes. was uh, born in, I think, 1890s mm-hmm. to, uh, to a slave. Uh, his dad was smart, clever enough. He created uh, an easier way to create boots, I think, for after the war. Something like that. And uh, his dad became wealthy yeah. and his boy learned he could draw. Yes. Candyman was, was a an artist. Good, he was a good artist. And uh, some, some rich fella... Hired him to um, put, to draw. Capture his daughter's virginal beauty was the exact word. Yes. And did he ever? Did he ever? And she got knocked up. They full on fell in love. Yeah. They, yeah. Got, they fell in love and she got pregnant and the dad didn't know. He's not going to have some slave boy be with his beautiful virginal daughter. Used to be virginal daughter. <laughs> and so he hired some guys to basically get rid of him. Take yes. care of him. Yes. And so they... Caught up to old Candyman, cut his hand off with a, uh, a rusty saw. Yes. Uh, they then stripped him naked, mm-hmm. and there's uh, a beehive next to the next door, close there. So they grabbed a bunch of the uh, honeycomb and smeared it all over his body, and the bees were a little mad, and they stung him to death. Yes. And then they went and burnt the body. Yeah, because why not? Yeah. It's like a Rasputin kind of situation. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> And and so yeah, so and I guess where the um, where the the apartment of the, the projects were yes. was the area where he was killed. Exactly. Yes. So um, then we um, while they're in this uh, the Cabarini Green, ta- looking at Candyman's apartment, Helen comes out. She's fine. She took some pictures. Got yeah. a little scared. Came back. As they're leaving, um, they meet Anne Marie, who um, asks what they're doing here. Are they cops? Is this a sweep? And they go um, back to her apartment when she says, oh, well, I'll tell you, you know, kind of what I know about this. So they go back to Anne Marie's apartment when they see that she has a baby and his name's yeah. Anthony. And a good boy, Rottweiler. Oh, for protection. Boy. Oh, he's such a good boy. Yeah, he's so pretty. He, he protects her very well. And yes. uh, yeah, and they well, and they start talking and yes. she explains, yes, I heard what happened. Didn't see, but I heard the screams. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, so they... Kind of to learn a little bit about Emery and she's her boy's gonna is she's all or her boy's all that's it's like the main important thing to her life. Yes. And she's not gonna let him get caught up with the gangs at all. Exactly. And uh, and yeah, so uh, And so so this is when they go for supper and then we actually hear the backstory. Yeah. And then Helen's really interested and wants to go back. Yep. So she goes back and Anne Marie's not home and this is where we meet Jake. Yes. And Jake is this adorable little boy who is just was sitting outside of Anne Marie's apartment, I guess, just hanging out. 
And but she asks. He's now parents, just on his own. Yeah, just kind of hanging out. But there. he's not afraid of nothing. He's not afraid. He, but he won't talk to Helen because he says Candyman will get him. And she says, okay, well, that's fine. You don't have to tell me, but can you show me? Yeah. And it'll be our little secret. So Jake drags her down to this little shack in the kind of the same lot, I think. It's like yeah. a bathroom. Yeah. 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 And the it's a public um, restroom. So then he tells her a story about um, how his friend Charlie <laughs> saw this kind of happen. There was um, a mom had a disabled son with her yeah. and she was taking too long looking at groceries. And so he ran across the street to this bathroom that's on the um, lot that the Cabarini Green is. So he goes in and he said he's not even in there for like five seconds when they hear screaming. This big burly man runs across the street to see what's happening. And he sees that um, Charlie's... Uh, or this disabled boy's um, member has been ripped off. Cut off. Cut off. Yeah. It's not there anymore. No. And he says, uh, the Jake says, well, you know, you can't fix that. He's better off dead. Yeah. And I guess the, the guy went in to go help him. He yes. kind of walked out hair white. White hair. Again. Like he, like, yeah, you don't see that. I want to see the white he's, hair. He's very and we watched the unrated version or whatever, the extended version. That's how I was hoping to get some white hair. There was not much difference between uh, unrated and theatrical. There's two different shots. Yes. That's it. So Helen, after hearing this, decides to go in and check out um, it for herself. So she walks in and um, there's words written on the wall in feces. Yeah. And she kind of starts looking in the toilets, sort of the stalls. And she gets to the last one. And she opens the lid because there's an arrow pointing down. So she opens the lid and it's full of bees. Yeah. Like full. So she's like, okay, that's enough of that. Closes it. That'd be like the worst poop ever. Right. <laughs> it's like horrible all the way around. Like what happens when they, does it sting when it comes out? Do you like, then Oof. what do you do? Do you stand up? Because I'll be trapped in there. Like <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> I have more questions. <laughs> Another time. <laughs> So she's taking a few more pictures, and um, as she goes to leave, this guy comes in in a trench coat with a hook. And she's like, ooh, you know, like, I don't want any trouble, whatever. And then more gang members come in, and he his hand kind of comes out of the trench coat. So we see he's just holding it. Yeah, he's just holding a, a hook. Exactly. Like, like, like a fish hook. Yes. Uh, that was used in, um, I know what you did last summer. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. And so they threaten her a little bit and then they whack her on the head and she passes out. And Jake walks in and sees her and calls the cops, I'm assuming. Because yeah, next I, time we see her, she's at the police station. Yeah, I think it was more just one good whack. I think he gave her a good beat with that. Yes. And uh, also, I forgot to, we forgot to mention earlier before this, before uh, her, Helen and Bernadette go and uh, check out the uh, projects, mm -hmm. they're in her house and just kind of talking about... The Candyman story mm -hmm. and all that. And Helen and Bernadette go to the bathroom and they say, Candyman. Right. Uh, Helen says it five times, Bernadette says it four. She chickens mm -hmm. out. And that's kind of what starts uh, Helen's little... Rendezvous with the Candyman. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, you know, he kind of finds out. Okay? He gets summoned. Yes. By her. Yes. So, so we're back at the police station. She's identifying the guy who... Um, beat her up, the main guy with the hook in his hand. And so she explains to Jake that, you know, he's not real. He's not a real thing. It's fine. Don't worry about it. 
And so then she meets up with Bernadette. Her puffiness goes down. We have a few shots of her seeing Trevor at home. She's cooking dinner. Obviously, she's off. And then she goes back to work. And she meets Bernadette. And she's like, hey, I'm back to work. Hooray. And Bernadette's like, we might get published now that you're in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah we found the pictures. You know, she thought yes. that uh, the camera she was taking got destroyed. Nope. Bernadette's got the pictures. And yes. she's showing her, yeah, this is so great. Great news. And Helen's, you know, she's so happy over the moon. She's going to her car and sparking. All of a sudden you hear, Helen. And, the, you know, it's, you got the great voice of Tony just... <sighs> And you, and you can see him. You see him walking a bit, and he's just basically other side of the parking lot, just standing there, yes. head up, uh, hands behind his back. I got very excited at this part because I was like, "We're finally gonna see him." Because yeah. all and I hear about is how good he did in this role, it's great. and I was like, "Okay, we're freaking halfway through the movie. Can I see the real Candyman?" And he just appears and starts talking to her, yes. and kind of hypnotizes her with yes. his voice. I wrote down some of the things he said and in his just menacing voice he says like I came for you, you doubted me, be my victim. Yeah. And he keeps saying this to her, be my victim. And so she's like, okay, you know, she's kind of like I don't want to. I want to live and she gets hypnotized and then she passes out. And she wakes up in Anne Marie's apartment. Covered in blood. Covered in blood, but she's not hurt. Nope. She thinks she kind of she thinks it's her. Checks yes. her stomach because all the blood's on her stomach. It's gone. Yeah. And she goes for the, like, there's a cleaver beside her. She grabs a cleaver, opens the door, and there's the poor Roddy's head. Oh, poor doggo. Yeah. You can kill but, as many people as you want in movies, but don't hurt the dogs. No, they're good boys. They're like the bestest boys. And you hear uh, Anne-Marie just shrieking, screaming. And she's screaming Anthony yeah. over and over. And you kind of, you're led to believe that Anthony's dead. Dead, yes. boys have been killed. And I thought that first. Mm-hmm. And of course, like stupid Helen walks out with the stupid cleaver in her hand. Amory must have just came home and saw the blood and yes. saw, you know, Anthony, who's out, I guess, missing from yes. his crib. And she freaks out and chases down and uh, kind of tries to get Helen and she fights back. Yes, uh, obviously. Kind of, you know, pushes her down yeah. and you know, she's like, tells her, she cuts her the arm a little bit and tells yeah. her, you know, just calm the fuck down. Yeah. What's your, just relax. And police show up and they uh, arrest arrest Helen. Helen and she's like, kind of drops in the you know, the knife. She's like, oh, I didn't do it. What's going on? Yes. Uh oh. Uh -oh. I'm a victim too. Help. Yeah. <laughs> and you go you see her going through all the process, uh, yes. going through custody, which is pretty traumatic for her. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, she's basically in the uh, uh, in the detention center. Yes. Just yeah. I'm in trouble. Yes, exactly. And the police are being kind of mean to her. Like, obviously, they don't under they don't believe her. They're mad. She calls Trevor, and no one's home. And we see that the time is three a.m. Yeah, and he's probably helping Stacy with some late night studies. Wink, oh. wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and then she has a vision of Anthony with Candyman in his little apartmenty thing. And then we flash back to her cell, and she's leaving with Trevor. So he finally obviously came home. They go back to her apartment and they're meeting with her lawyer and she's saying how she can't remember anything. And the yeah. lawyer's like, just give me something to work with. I'm surprised she didn't. I really thought that right? she would have said, you know... There was a least... guy in the parking garage. Yeah. You know? Or, you know, I was researching Candyman and things are going weird. Like, she doesn't say a thing. Nothing. It's almost like, you know... And of course, you can see her, you know, doubting herself yes. like if i say this they'll probably say i'm crazy exactly i'll just i forget yes yeah i just i don't know anything yeah. i don't have any idea 
So, and then we do this really creepy thing where she's looking through her folders in her living room. Yeah, and a slideshow. Yes. And if anyone who is probably at least 20 years old will be like, what are slides? They're just pictures. You just put a little projector and yep. you hit a button and it keeps showing picture after picture after yes. picture. Yes. It's how people it's, used to show it, their vacation photos. Yes. <laughs> it's very old school and... Yeah, yeah, but she finds a picture that she took while she was looking in the mirror. And she starts zooming in on it. And she sees Candyman in, like, the corner of one of the photos. And it's really creepy. Yeah, he's just behind her just watching. Yes. And, uh... And so, yeah. um, so she's like, oh, okay, whatever. Goes to the bathroom. And she's like, I think she's just kind of like, oh, you know, I need to, like, wash my face, get this, you know, yucky feeling out. Yeah. And so she goes, she's standing in front of the mirror. And his claw, like, breaks through her mirror. Yeah. And she's screaming, running out. And he says something that I really liked. He says that people don't believe in him anymore and it's her fault. Yeah. So I think by her outing that um, gang member, like that head, and he was a head gang member. They and he, said. he kind of took on the moniker Kenny yes. for the fear factor. Right, of course. And uh, the intimidation. Yes. And so people aren't believing in him anymore because, you know, like she said to Jake, like, it's just, you know, I saw the guy in the trench coat with the claw, like with the hook. Yep. It's just in your imagination. He's a real person. He's arrested. It's fine. Yeah. And you know what? They, 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 this is very similar to uh, Freddy Krueger. Yes. Where he yes. needs the people to believe and to fear him. Yes. He gets his power that Honestly, way. same thing as Pennywise. That, that too. Pennywise needs your fear. He's nothing. So, um, he talks again, you know, how people, her death, you know, will be legendary and people will be scared again by, because of the story that he's going to leave about her. And, um, as she's kind of being like intimidated and talked to by him, hypnotized almost again, yeah. we see Bernadette knocking on the door, rapping, rapping, you know, Helen, Helen, are you here? And she obviously doesn't answer. And then she screams, no, go away. And Bernadette just goes in. Of course. As soon as she goes into the apartment, we don't see anything more. It's just her face going like, <gasps> yeah. Door closes. Door slams shut behind Slam her, shut. and there's Candyman behind the door, and you <coughs> just see um, Helen just crying. Yes, and she knows bad things are happening, and you hear pretty in detail. You don't see anything, but you hear Here. Bernadette being murdered and Oof. killed by Candyman. <laughs> the subtitles literally said squishing. Squ squelching. Squishing. Squelching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not good. And you see again Helen kind of wakes up to Trevor, Trevor. walking in. Yeah. And he's just got this big look of shock on his face. And, and Helen's in the kitchen holding a knife again. Yeah. Like, bitch! She, yeah, because she, she got a knife to defend <laughs> yes. herself against Candyman. And she tried to run away. He keeps following her. He's like, he... Wherever she runs, he's there. Yes. And, um, and then we see Bernadette being very dead. Yeah. Her face is all blue. Helen's in she hands. She's gutted from groin to, to sternum. Yeah. Yeah. And she's sadly quite Which seems very, to be his moniker. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. He, she's dead. Yes. And we see uh, old Helen being uh, transported. To um, a hospital. Yeah. Mental asylum, I yeah. think, is kind of what they think. Because they're like, okay, this bitch be cray. She's killed two people now. She's obviously a danger. And so they show her being strapped into a bed, and Candyman comes into the room. This is one of my favorite shots of the movie, actually. And so she's strapped down to a bed, laying flat on her back, and he comes down like Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible he style. Just floats above her. Floats above her. Yeah. And he's just kind of talking nonsense at her. And he keeps talking about, like, 
one kiss, like, oh, just give me, I forget the word he used, oh, one exquisite kiss. Yes. Which is, like, kind of cute. I don't know. And, <laughs> and she kind of yells, you're a murderer, murderer, he's here, he's here. And he kind of, kind of floats down to the yep. side and orderlies rush in and they give her a thousand cc's. Which I'm like, okay, that would knock down a horse or at least a dozen. And she's like, also, <laughs> the scene where they give her the needles, horrible. They basically, like, stab, like, a really... Obviously, it's one of those retractable things, but they just, like, like, just, like, and that's it. Yeah. It's and not, like... squeeze out. Yeah, and that's, it's, like, that's like, moments. It's no, not how it works. not how any of this works. No. So, we're, like, okay, you know, whatever. So, she gets knocked out. And then, yeah, so, finally, a month has gone by. She yeah. Kind of wakes up and uh, she, goes and she goes and sees Dr. Burke. Burke. Um... And uh, she's like, well, what's going on? Can I, can I talk to my husband? Can I? Yes. And she's like, well, well, we'll arrange something. You've been out for a month. And she's like, what? A month? She's like, yeah, the drugs we've been putting you on, it makes, t you forget. Yes. And uh, and they show us a clip of, a recording of when he first came in. And you see Helen just screaming, you know, the same thing. No Candyman. No Candyman and, there. And it kind of makes you think, well... All this stuff that's happening, all these murders, is it Candyman doing it or is it him like, influencing yes. Helen to do it? And this is like, the whole thing is like, it. you know, honestly, at the end of the movie, it could have just been her. Because she blacks out. Yeah. She could have been the one doing it this there whole time. It could have been the whole Candyman thing going on, but it could have been sure. all in her, also in her that's head. That's exactly it. Uh, but yes, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, it would be cool. It would be but like there's, there's been other twist. there's been other movies yeah. like that that have done that exact thing. Yeah, and it would have, it also yeah it would have. I don't know. I think it would have been a little bit like a, a cheap way out. Yeah, saying no, it was, it was just in her head all along. There was right. like Candyman. Right. Eh. Yeah. But anyway, so she she tells Doctor Burke like like you know, you you're I'm not a murderer and you know I can summon the guy who did it like you know don't screw with me and he's like okay sure do it. So she turns to the mirror that's beside her and says Candyman five times and nothing happens. And they're just kind of sitting there and Dr. Burke's like, okay, well, that's enough of that. And then, <laughs> hook through the torso, blah, yeah. blood, blood. Yeah, Gert, yeah, Burke gets uh, killed by Candyman from behind. Yes. He just kind of appears and just slices his back right open. Yeah. It was, um, this was, the kill itself was kind of meh. But right afterwards, it was my second favorite part of the movie, where Candyman, like, basically tucks, puts his arms out and his legs out, and, like, folds his, like, torso forward and just, like, whew, like, right out the window. Like he gets sucked out. Sucked out. It was, again, such a cool shot. Yeah. Like, the shots and, in this and he movie kinda, he, tells, he tells Helen before he flies out, uh, come find me. You yes. know where I am. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. you want to save, save the boy, come find me. And he come undoes her restraints. And right, she's yes. like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. So she crawls on the ledge and goes a couple windows down and hops through the window on top of a nurse, knocks the nurse <laughs> out, and seals her clothes. Yeah. And she's getting out of there. Yeah, she <laughs> takes off. She runs out. And, and she goes home. And she heads home. She's like, oh, well, you know, Trevor believes me. He said he'd be with me through all of this. So she walks into her house, and she sees that somebody's painting her house pink. Like... Malibu Barbie pink. It's a horrible color. It's horrible. And so she walks in a bit farther and we see Stacy. In like 
basically just a bra and like one of like an oversized shirt, which I'm yeah. assuming is Trevor's. Yeah. She's just painting. And it's like, uh, okay. And they have a confrontation, obviously. And Trevor comes out of the bathroom. Trevor's got like the, uh, the, the Hugh Hefner kind of bathrobe <laughs> and the, the towel. towel around his neck. It's so bad. Ugh. And, and Stacy's acting here is pretty oh. rough. I don't know if they did that on purpose, like again, that she doesn't have a brain in her head, oh. but she was horrible. I first thought that she was laughing. Yeah. Like her reaction to her was like kind of like a laugh giggle. Yes. Not like a, not a gasp of, oh crap. Why are yes. you here? Like there's, eventually, you know, she starts crying. She's you know, yeah. terrified, and and Helen kind of she's kind of going mad. Her she's yeah. having like a little descent into madness mm-hmm. uh, over this whole situation. Yeah, she's and, acting uh, real creepy. A little like oh yeah, go ahead, call. You don't want to call. Yeah. And then Trevor kind of kind of goes like the phone, and she looks at him, and he jumps back, scared, like he's terrified of her. Yes. And, and so uh, Helen's like, okay, you know, if this is a thing, then she says, you know, it's over. And leaves. She leaves. It's like, yeah, you go, girl. (laughs) Should have been over far sooner, but... Because he was bopping Stacy for... Stacey's getting some some good marks. Yeah, she's getting... She passed, that's for sure. She was probably the top of the grade. Yes, and so she leaves. She They have this kind of mini montage of her, like, you know, on a bridge, thinking about her life, and Candyman talking to her in her head, and like, you know, everybody's gonna abandon you, you know, this... Yeah. This... You know, just come to me, be my victim, same stuff. And so she goes back to Candyman's apartment. Because she thinks, okay, you know, screw this, I have nothing left. I'm going to go and kind of, I'll give Candyman myself and he'll give the baby up. Yes, he'll, he'll give let, me back Anthony. Yeah, Anthony will be free, I'll probably die, but You'll I'll look. do the, the noble thing and save save the kid. Exactly. So she goes back to his apartment, goes through the little medicine cabinet holy thing she sees some hooks and takes one and then this is where she sees graffiti of him in the 1800s and it's really like nice looking so um you know she just kind of sees him being caught being you know caught by these hooligans running his hand getting cut off and then she sees him sleeping in the corner so she goes over and tries to stab him with her little hooky thing and he wakes up she does stab him but it's like yeah no effect Yes, and so she, he says, you know, surrender, and you know, and he shall be unharmed. Talking about Anthony, and you know, come to me and be immortal. So he, she's sort of like the bride that he never had. Yeah, that's there's a very um, unrequited, not unrequited, like a, a, a missed love. Yes, that that he kind of happens to him. Yes. like he. And when you see the portraits that he has in there of this um, virginal girl that he was in love with that he got pregnant it looks like Helen yeah and obviously it's on purpose yeah is there, like he he died without his first love yes he found again with Helen yes uh and wanted her to be with him in death to yes. kind of substitute uh his old bride and the right. woman she was with right and uh yeah that was kind of like the that was Candyman's main objective yes to have Helen with him in the afterlife yes and so he um, opens up his jacket and he's bees. Bees? Bees. Um, no. He opens the jacket and it's just flesh. It's like he's it's... He's got the bees. Well, bees too. Yeah. But, but there's, like, he has no skin. You see his yes. rib cage. It's all bloody. And there's bees all around him. Ugh. And he goes in for a nice bee kiss on Helen. Yeah. And she's kind of, she's out of it again. He picks up Anthony. And... Yeah. And... Disappears. She passes out again. Yeah. This, this girl cannot keep her eyes open. No, she's <laughs> Merkel up to 
And you know, she wakes up again. She kind of hears Anthony's cries. Yes. And you see earlier, there's a big pile of uh, like wood garbage. and junk garbage yeah. for a big bonfire later. That they burn every year as yeah. like a almost an homage to Candyman, I think. And so um, she hears Anthony crying in the heap. So she starts climbing around, clambering around, and Jake actually wakes up and sees her. He, he, he hears it and peeks in. Yep. And, and then he, he says super creepily, he's here. Yeah, she, and he, he sees the hook yes. going underneath. He's like, oh, Candyman's here. Yeah. And he goes and rounds up everyone to burn it. Do the grant. Yep, bonfire. Yeah. So they grab the gasoline and all these different lighting utensils and whatnot, and they douse the pile in gas. So they're dousing the pile in gas. We see Helen climbing through trying to get to Anthony. He's kind of hidden a little bit. And um, Candyman appears when Helen finally gets to Anthony. Yeah. So everything's burning around her. She grabs Anthony. She's going to make a speedy getaway, but Candyman's there. Yeah, he grabs her and he's whispering in her ear saying, you know, I got you. You know, yeah. we're going to be together forever. And she's like, well, you promised. You broke your promise. You lied. And he's like, well, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Fooled you. Yeah. I'm like a ghost zombie demon. Like, you think you believe me? Come yeah. on, girl. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so she kind of gets free because uh, yes. a burning uh, piece of the wood hits Candyman. Like a stake. She stabs <laughs> him with that's a stake. That's right. That's yes. right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. She, Grabs a flaming steak and stabs Cameron in the chest. she gets caught and she's like burning. Her whole back is on fire. Her back, her Oof. hair, her head. Yeah. And she's, so, she's crawling oof. out and Cameron, he's in there screaming. And, uh, and she crawls out of the fire with Anthony in her arms, unharmed. <laughs> and she gives Anthony back to Anne-Marie. And then we see Candyman explode into flames. And then there's like flaming bees buzzing yeah. above, above. It's so creepy. Because there's just these little... Like fireflies almost. Yeah. So, so creepy. It's a, it's a cool little scene. It is a sweet scene, and, yeah. And Helen kind of, she, she dies. She yes. kind of collapses, dies. Succumbs to her injuries. Yeah. 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 And you see, it's, it's, a, it's horrible. She's horribly burnt. They, oh, yeah. The people around her, they run, the community, they put her out. And, but yeah, it's just, it's bad. Mm-hmm. And we cut to her funeral. Yes. And it's, it's, no one's there. It's no one's there. Trevor, Trevor Stacy. Trevor Stacy, the one college guy. The asshole guy. dude from Supper. He did like he did a piece on Candyman before. and um, He's the one we got the exposition from yeah. about his past. And, yeah. And uh, Trevor and looks the over. Mm-hmm. And then old Trevor looks over and he kind of gasps. And the community. Yes. Come, they come from the they, Cabrini Green. Yeah, they Everybody. Know, big, big march in a you know straight line. Yes, and you got uh, Anne Marie and uh, Jake in the front, mm-hmm. and he has and little played. Anthony, so he and, survived and he's yes, fine. Yeah, and Jake has Candyman's hook. Yes, and he kind of drops it into the uh, the not the casket, well, where the casket where is, the in, casket in the is. Hole. Yeah, and I think it's kind of um, that's a little meaningful or uh, it's supposed to symbolic symbolic of. Candyman's with her now. Right. Yeah, they are together now. And so we cut back. Yes. It's it's almost like they also, um, they treat Helen as a hero. Yes. She defeated Candyman. Yeah. And she kind of sacrificed herself for those people to not be afraid of Candyman anymore. You bet. Yeah. Yeah. So then we cut back to Trevor's. And this is one of my favorite scenes. In the whole movie again. My third favorite. I've said that twice now. My third favorite. Now he's kind of sitting there on the toilet. You know, he's contemplating. He's got a major remorse. Yes. He got old Stacy, you know, being... Malibu Barbie Stacy isn't working out very well. She's like, literally acts like a stuck-up teenager. Yeah. 
This she's, whole she's movie. Got no bra on. She's got very see-through shirt. Oh my on. gosh! Like just, there's literally no point in her having a shirt on in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Well, we'll make. Are you hungry? No, I'll eat later. I'll, I'll, do you want to help me make a salad? No, I'm busy in the bathroom. She's like getting all mad. Yes. She's got the uh, like the steak knife. She's cutting the steak up really. Like she's cutting all the good parts off and tossing them away. I'm like, you're the worst ever. Right. And uh, you see. Um, Trevor, he's you know he's crying. He's really upset. He's kind of repeating Helen in his mouth. His mouth, oh Helen, gets up, kind of looks in the mirror, and he says Helen five times. Five times. And then he turns the light off, and lightning flashes, and who appears? Helen, Helen. with no hair. <laughs> well, she's got something. It's like kind of like uh, fake hair, kind of like she's. Yeah. I don't know. It's like she's bleach blonde. And Looking pretty bomb. <laughs> and yeah, and she uh, hooks Trevor right in his pretty little back. No, nope. just... he, he got her in the stomach. I really? Well, oh, see, he turns around. Yeah, turns right. around, and she gets her from groin to gullet. Yeah. And and and, he, and Stacy hears, hears his screams. Struggles. Yeah. Opens door and screams out ah. with a with a knife in her hand, and there's tr- poor Trevor sitting kind of slumped in the tub, in the and just sliced open. Yep. And Stacey's screaming, and you know what? If they pinned it on her, I'd be okay That's with that. A-OK. <laughs> and, uh, and then we roll credits. But during the roll credits, there's a scene where it shows Helen. And she's um, a painting in Candyman's apartment-ish thing. Yep. And she's completely engulfed in flames. Yeah. It's, very it's Khaleesi a, it's, style. It's a very, very beautiful picture yeah. of her. She's majestic looking and yes. the flames are licking her hair flying up yes and there's a big crack probably just above her forehead kind yes. of across and oh. it's a nice good scene and it kind of shows how she's almost taken over as the the specter like the yes. the, the, the spirit of yes. the apartment so yeah it's that's that's, that's candy man yeah, it was good. It was lots of um, thinking about, you know, is this in Helen's head? Is this actually happening? It was it was interesting. I think it, it is because Jake had the, the, the hook. Yes. So it, yes. It, it was definitely not just in thing. her head right. and she was just acting it out. It was a, he was a, a presence of Candyman. Yes. And yeah, he was, yeah, he was, mm-hmm. he was doing his thing uh, for repeating his name five times. Yeah. Just living out his urban legend life. Yeah. That's what it is. Urban <laughs> yeah, legend. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nick, we've talked about how we like this movie. How many orgasms would you rate it? I'd give it a three. Interesting. It's a very it's a very slow movie. Yes. Uh, it's a very good psychological movie. Yep. Um, the effects are pretty pretty tame. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple... It's, it's very classic jump scares. Yes. Where, you know, where Hal's looking in the, in the window looking for Anne-Marie and mm-hmm. her dog jumps up. And give you a bit of a jump. Listen. <laughs> but it, it, it kind of resorts to the kind of classic tropes, tropes of, of jump yeah. scares. Yeah. Uh, nothing nothing too um, explicit. Yeah. Uh, a bit of, you know, a bit of nudity with the breasts, but whatever. Hardly any. Very um, tasteful. Yeah, it was very tasteful. It was in like, you know, when she had to strip search in the the prison and she's yeah. taking a bath and then Malibu Stacy at the end yeah. literally with her see-through shirt. Malibu Stacy. 
it's 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 not a, it's not a bad movie whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it's very different from the classics of Freddy and Jason yes. and yep. Halloween. Um, but it gets you psychologically. Yes. And it's at such a presence where hey. Me as a kid, we were in the in the dark in the mirror saying Candyman. Yes. So it has a very lasting appeal. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very well known movie. Yeah. So, but I, agree. I but you know it's it's not really one of my it's not one of my favorites. No. But it's a good movie. I, I, agree. I, I, I like. Yeah. It. I um I would actually also give it a three. Um, I thought again the jump scares were well done because of the mood and the music. The music and was so good. The shots like that they did yeah. some of like where they'll be looking down the hallway at the bathroom and then zoom into her in bed like in one shot. Beautiful. Yep. Loved it. Um, like I already mentioned, I feel like they really missed um, seeing somebody with white hair. I would love that. You talk about it multiple times. Why can't I see a dude in white hair? That why can Why couldn't that have been one of the people she interviewed? Yeah. You know, something like that. I feel like there were a couple missed opportunities that they could have capitalized on that would have kind of pulled it together just a touch more, just polished it a little bit. Even having like the one um, detective. Yes. If he saw something. Yes. And his hair went white. Exactly. That would have been so impactful. Right? Um, like just something small like that where you keep mentioning it, pull it together a little bit, you know, yeah. just round yeah. it up. So that's why I think I agree. I think it was about a three. It was really, um, the th- there was thought put into it, but just not that full amount. No. So, well, and, and it has, mm-hmm. it was uh, based on a story written by Clive Barker. Yes. Who, uh, who was behind Hellraiser yes. series and all that. And right. It's, it's a good story. It is. It's fabulous. Yeah, his story was a little bit different. Like it happened in England and stuff. Yeah, but... it was a, white, a giant, a, a big menacing white uh, individual. With yellow-tinged skin yes. and a red beard and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, like a little more comical almost, but, it sounds. Or more campy. Yeah, but you know what? I Being in an, uh, in America, in a more urban setting, yeah. it works. It sure does uh, Bringing up the uh, the old you know, 1800, 1900s yeah. slavery. It just, it, it gave a more darker feel to it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I really liked how they did it. I, I, did I thought the, the story itself was really well done. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh, what about uh, Ichabod's kill of the flick? Oh, well, the kill of the flick has to be Trevor getting um, his comeuppance in the end. Yeah, after there, there, weren't, there weren't a lot of kills in this movie. There weren't, but there weren't. the ones that were killed were meaningful, and uh, yeah, they were good. They were good. I, I agree. think I think Trevor got the most. Uh, it was the most kind of brutal. Mm-hmm. Death. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernadette was close. Yeah. But, you don't see but we don't see it. You just see the after effect. Yes. Uh, where Trevor, you kind of, you see his, his you know, blood's coming off his yes. mouth. He's And it's so satisfying because he's been such a douche the whole movie. Yeah. Shacking up with, with Stacey and telling um, Helen, you know, you're my everything. I'm going to stand by you. And after she's in the psych center for a month. Yeah. He shacks up with Stacey. It, it, it sticks with the revenge theme. It does. K-Man's kind of doing it for revenge. Absolutely. Just because he was murdered, you know, really murdered. And now Helen's kind of taking over the revenge scene, or revenge theme, yeah. by getting revenge on Trevor. Yes. And so, he says that, you know, their their love will be, you know, all that kind of stuff. They're going to yeah. be together forever, and now they are. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that's Icky's uh, kill of the flick. Woo-hoo. Will Trevor getting his uh, comeuppance. Absolutely. And um, next week, we have a very special movie. Alana, are you ready? Are you ready to do the time warp again? We're doing... Science fiction double feature. Rocky Horror Picture Rocky Horror Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is one of my all-time favorite movies ever, ever, ever. So I'm already going to tell you I'm super biased because I'm so excited. I love this movie. It is everything to me, and I think um, everybody should see it, if not. It's a great movie. Uh, we'll get more into it next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we're going back to the more uh, musical horrors. Yes. But this is such a Halloween-centered movie. It is. Every Halloween in Saskatoon, we have there's a showing of it, and there used to be a big way to watch it. There, you have to come with. You, it's dress still a up. thing. Not so much anymore because it's a really? it's a mess. It's a big mess from the cleanup. You don't they, oh. don't, they don't want you to brew, do the uh, the hot dog scene the or hot dog the toast. Uh, there's no toast. There's Ugh. no popcorn. There's no. Um, it's well damn it, Janet. Well done. I'm impressed with <laughs> that. But no, it's it's. Because it was such a mess to clean sure. up after. Well, yeah. And for our viewers, if you're going to watch it, look up what goes with it. Because yes. Because there is a big to-do. You have to bring a newspaper. It's yes. a huge thing. <laughs> we'll get into it as we do the review. But yeah, please, please. This is a big Halloween special we're going to have. Yes. It's Rock it's gonna be Picture good. Show. It's going to be awesome. So yeah, uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Um, this episode, as always, was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod, who's not even in the room right now. He abandoned us. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. So please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe to us. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, and Twitter at Gasm Whore. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is always the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. See you next week. Bye.